Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Warning, the SCP Foundation Audio Archive is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. The Gender Switcher Item Number SCP-113 Object Class Safe Special Containment Procedures SCP-113 is to be kept in standard storage in Site-23. SCP-113 may be handled with laboratory gloves. No organism may be exposed to SCP-113 without prior approval. Personnel exposed to SCP-113 are to be kept under medical observation for seven days. Description SCP-113 resembles a small, polished piece of red jasper. Analysis shows that SCP-113 is not composed of jasper, but composition similar to that of other recovered objects. When SCP-113 comes in direct contact with the flesh of an organism possessing sex chromosomes, the organism's physical characteristics associated with gender and biological sex are transformed, including genetics and secondary sexual characteristics, either reversed or altered. Stage 1 lasts approximately 0.2 seconds. SCP-113 bonds with the cells that it touches and induces an unidentified chemical change. This process causes tissue damage similar to mild burns, and SCP-113 cannot be removed from contact with the subject until all stages complete. Stage 2 lasts approximately 20 seconds. SCP-113 emits a low-intensity electromagnetic wave which travels through the subject's body. Subjects may experience nausea and vomiting, along with a stinging sensation throughout the body. Stage 3 lasts approximately 60 seconds. The subject's cellular makeup is temporarily transformed. Altered cell composition ranges widely from being unidentifiable as human to a unique variation of partially differentiated stem cells. The subject will experience intense simulation of all sensory nerves during the final 20 seconds of this stage and describe this part of the process as extremely painful. Subjects in poor health may die of shock in this stage. At the end of this stage, the subject's biological sex is permanently altered. In standard cases, 
the subject's biological sex will be changed to the opposite biological sex. All primary and secondary sexual characteristics are altered accordingly. Stage 4. SCP-113 disengages from the subject and becomes inert. Subjects with sex chromosomes atypical for their species, such as intersex humans, are affected in unpredictable ways by SCP-113. In human intersex subjects, this appears to be influenced by gender identity. Such subjects may be unaffected, or their bodies may change to match baseline male or female bodies with sex chromosomes to match, or other results may occur. Usually, change seems to match or partially match subjects' gender identity during initial use, if gender identity is non-standard. Whether SCP-113 alters its effect based on the presence of a non-standard gender identity is under investigation. Gender identity of human subjects is not typically altered by SCP-113. In subjects with non-standard gender identities, typically gender identities which do not match their pre-exposure biological sex, this usually results in positive psychological effects. In subjects with standard gender identities, male or female, matching pre-exposure biological sex, psychological effects are usually negative. These appear to be natural psychological reactions and not an anomalous effect of SCP-113. SCP-113 exposure results in unusual effects in certain species. In Varinus komodonsis, the Komodo dragon, a number of ZW-ZZ individuals were transformed to possess WW chromosomes instead of ZZ or ZW, which was in every instance fatal. In Cairnohaptis elegans, a nematode, no males were produced despite C. elegans having two sexes, hermaphrodite and male. Male subjects became hermaphrodites and homophrodite subjects were unaffected. Note, in wild populations, male C. elegans are extremely rare. Subjects of single-sex hermaphrodic species, such as earthworms, will not be transformed by SCP-113. The object's process will stop at the second stage, and the object will become inert. Previously exposed subjects may undergo SCP-113's effects, again by reinitiating contact with SCP-113 after approximately 60 seconds have passed. However, in 25% of cases, immediate second exposure to SCP-113 fails to transform the subject correctly. Transformation failure varies in nature, but usually includes massive bone, organ, and tissue damage to the subject, as well as partial or complete obliteration of genitalia. This commonly results in death by organ trauma or internal bleeding. Failure rate can be affected by subjects not coming into contact with SCP-113 for a lengthy period of time, which varies by subject. Patterns are under research. Under normal circumstances, transformation failure rate increases exponentially upon multiple exposures. Subjects who survive rapid, repeated exposure are eventually transformed. Further anomalous elements continue to appear as exposure count increases.
Thank you for listening. Intro music for this episode was from Punch Deck. You can find more at soundcloud.com slash punch dash deck. Additional music was from Mayu. This episode was recorded live on Discord. If you want access, you can join the Discord server, there is a link in the show notes, and we will be doing occasional live recordings as well as episode discussion and just generally a nice community there. As well, level 2 patrons or higher get early ad-free episodes. You can make a request for me to read an SCP in either the Discord or there is a form linked below. Leaving a review, rating, or sharing always helps. Thanks for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Are you interested in helping to teach machines how real people speak? When creating voice systems, a large amount of voice data is needed. Oftentimes, large companies that have this information do not release it to the public. Mozilla's Common Voice is a project to help make voice recognition unbiased, open, and accessible to everyone. Donate your voice by reading short sentences or check the quality of other people's contributions. It's super simple and you don't even need a good microphone setup, perfect English, or anything like that. In fact, accents and any other languages you may speak will only improve recognition. Contribute your voice to hashtag Common Voice. Find out more at Common Voice. Dot Mozilla.org. That's Mozilla with two L's.